What's up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Quality Podcast. We are now on episode four, and this episode I'm being so cute. You see me? Oh my god. <laughs> For those of you guys that are watching on YouTube, I am, uh, or that if you're not watching on YouTube, I'm lying on the bed right now at the cottage. I am face down on the bed, lying down, feeling super cute, and doing the podcast from the bed. Um, guys, I traveled. I'm currently at the cottage, and guess what? I'm not missing a podcast. There's no way in hell, which is why we're here. Episode four, guys. Hope you guys are having an amazing Sunday. Welcome back to the to the quality podcast, where we, we, we are just of the utmost quality. You know? We even spell it right. K-W-A-L-I-T-Y. Quality. I made it. I made it. I know you guys saw or uh, listened to my last podcast. I was stressing so much about traveling. And guess what? I made it. I made it out alive. I packed my bags. I got on the plane and I did my thing. And I made it. Um, I actually didn't have to go through too much at the airport. I was pretty happy with how the uh, the airport situation worked out. It uh, it couldn't have gone better. Actually, it, it could have gone better. What am I saying? It could have gone better. Um... The only issue that I had while I was at the airport was uh, a guy in front of me um, in the uh, baggage check line where you have to go to check your bags at the beginning. I had to get my boarding pass printed because for some reason it didn't work when I was using it on the little electronic terminal. So suck me, suck me. But I um, I was in line getting uh, getting ready to get my, my passport printed and the guy in front of me said... right in my face that was the first thing that i had to deal with when i got to the airport a guy just dropped a big one didn't even didn't even didn't even hold back like he just let it out you know when like you're in public and you really got to do it you know you really got to do the thing and you're like you know what maybe i can maybe i can squeeze these cheeks maybe i can squeeze these cheeks and hold it in for another four hours it ain't that bad yeah this guy said you know what right in my face and I ate it but other than that it was good other than the uh, the beef stew the second I got there everything was good TSA was really quick uh, mind you I had an early flight so I was I was uh, up early so that went well um, did my thing got on the flight I had some orange juice which is the only thing you should ever order when you're on a flight it's just sweet thirst quenching it's the best I got on the flight got off the flight landed in Toronto Canada um, and then went straight to the cottage. So I'm at the cottage right now. And I'm being so cute. Look at how dirty... You guys can't see this if you're not watching the YouTube, but my feet are dirty because I've been going all out savage since I've got here. I haven't shaved. I'm just growing it all in. And you guys are probably wondering, wait, Christian, growing all what in? You're right. I don't have any facial hair. I grew three hairs on my on my face, and that's all that I got. I just want to feel like, you know, savage. You know, I feel like it sometimes uh, when I grow in three hairs. And this time I grew four hairs. So I don't know if you can see, but I'm letting it all grow out, all four of them. I haven't shaved anything. I'm not <laughs> I'm just living, living the cottage life out here. There ain't nothing that's going to stand between me and living that cottage dream. Just That's just it. I'm killing it. Dude, I love the cottage. If you guys haven't done a cottage experience, you can rent a cottage anywhere online. 
Airbnb, find a cottage, Airbnb right on the lake, do it. Get a bunch of friends together or your family and do it. I don't understand why I only burp when I'm doing the podcast sick. Good to know. I literally never have gas ever the second I start the podcast. I'm... Um, do, do the cottage thing, okay? It is the most refreshing, most cleansing thing you can do. For real, and I mean that. Um, the air is just so much smoother, so much cleaner right by the water in the middle of nowhere with all the trees. You got all the oxygen in the world. Literally, I'm stealing it all. It's all here and it's all mine. Thank you. You freaking... You sucking trees. Literally, I'm literally in the middle of the forest. There's a cabin in the middle of the forest that backs onto a lake. And there's nobody here. And it is the most beautiful thing. The most beautiful thing. Wake up every morning, get a cup of coffee. You go, look, look at the... You see that lighting? You can only get that kind of lighting from a cottage. The trees and the branches are literally flickering on my face like I'm underwater. It's, it's beautiful. I look so damn cute right now. Oh, how do you look so cute, Christian? I always get that question. You know? Everybody always hits me up. Christian, how do you do it? I'm like, how do you do what? I'm not even doing anything. How do you look just so fucking sexy? I'm like, whoa, hold on. <laughs> Chill out, dude. Um, but I'll tell you. Uh, it's just being sexy. That's all. You can't, you can't create this look. You can't create this. You know what I mean? This is natural. Maybe it's Maybelline. We'll never know. But yeah, I'm tired of getting emails every single day. Christian, how do I look like you? How do I look as good as you? I'm like, you just can't. You just can't. You just can't. You can't pay for this. You can't pay for this look. You know what I mean? <laughs> just slapping my ass. You can't pay for this. You know? One of a kind. This is beauty. <laughs> Jesus. Who am I kidding? I need the most help of all time. Everything. Fashion, sense, style. I don't know what I'm doing. You see me right now? I look like a piece of shit. I look like a hot piece of shit. Um, yeah, the cottage has been good. Traveling went extremely well. I'm super happy. Um, you know, mosquitoes. Why do you even exist? Who, like, they say God created everything, you know? He put this on the planet for this reason. He put the, the grass on the planet to... To do whatever grass does. He put trees. He put, you know, lots of trees to provide oxygen. Water for the thirst and for the for the sea fishies. But what the fuck do mosquitoes have to do with any of this? <laughs> it's the most pointless thing. I've never had a good experience from a mosquito being like, Oh, look how look how majestic that mosquito is. He's so majestic. Every time I see a mosquito, I want to kill it immediately. The cottage, mosquitoes everywhere. Only at night, though. Only at night. During the day, you're, you're pretty much chilling. But at night, see you later. Guys, I'm wearing, like, you know, high high socks, running shoes, sweatpants, a sweater. Everything that could cover my body. Gloves, a hat, and a hoodie. And mosquitoes still manage to get me. They manage to find me, and they manage to sting my ass off. Like, I have mosquito bites on my body, and I'm like, hello, 
excuse me, hi, how you doing? Uh, how did, how does this happen? Because I covered myself 100%. There was no room for a mosquito to come in and bite me, but I have bites all over my legs. They are relentless. They do not stop. Like, you could do anything to a mosquito, and it will come right back at you full force. You know what I mean? I, I slapped. I slapped a mosquito. The hardest I think I've ever slapped anything in my life, including myself. I slapped this mosquito. Just slapped. This thing came flying right back at me. Like, he survived... Like, I am 1 million, 1.7 million times, that's the exact number, 1.7 million times the size of this mosquito. I smacked it with all of my strength. And I'm strong, you know? People call me the Hulk. People say, dude, you're like, you know that movie? You know that movie, The Hulk? I'm like, really? Yeah, you know that, you know that character? He's a, he's a big green guy. He's the strongest thing in the universe. Yeah, that's you. And I smacked a mosquito. And I swear it, when I smacked it, it went like three or four meters aw- like away from me, like far. I smacked this thing. I smacked the life out this thing. And it still managed to fly back at me. Like, it, like nothing happened. I, like as if it didn't. Can you imagine getting hit by something? hit by something that much bigger than you like a mosquito to me what's what's us <laughs> what would be <laughs> like we could even say a bear you know a, and a bear's not even that much bigger than us it's probably like six seven times the size of us if you get smacked by a bear see you later you're straight to the pregame lobby getting smacked by something a million times your size like what the fuck you, you just come right back? No damage? Nothing? You don't need a, a break? You don't need to sit down and rest, ice your legs? Nothing. This thing came right back at me. Tried to bite me again. I'm like, oh, you're lucky. You're lucky I'm in a good mood today, Miss Squeeter. Because I would be, if you had me in a, in a day where I was pissed off, shit would have went down. Shit would have went down. So all in all, mosquitoes, what do you do? Why are you even on this planet? I've actually never been afraid of bugs. Some people are like terrified of bugs. If they see a bug, if a bug, like Kristen, if a bug flies near her, she just <laughs> freaks out. I'm like, it's, it's a, it's a fly, you know, like it's not going to do anything to you. Freaks out. I've never been uh, afraid of bugs, but more recently I've been starting, starting to get weirded out. You know, I'm sure there's people out there that you guys can agree with me. You know when you, like, look at a bug and you kind of get that, like, ugh. Like, it's it's not going to bother you, but you're just like, ugh, what the... You, it just makes you feel weird. Like, you cringe. I've been starting to get that lately, and I don't know why. Because I've lived my whole life, like, you know, playing with bugs. Have you seen the... <laughs> I just remembered this right now. I just remembered this. Have you seen... Have you seen those fucking people that will put a leash on a bumblebee and walk it around like it's a dog? Hello? Hello. Hi, my name's Jim, and I don't think that's correct. 
these guys will these guys will somehow put a string like a a thin string tied around a bumblebee and then the bumblebee flies and they're walking it around like it's a pet do you got nothing else better to do is do you do you, you're just tying bees and taking them for walks that sounds fun and like a complete waste of time See, I wouldn't be able to do that. I wouldn't be able to get that close to a bee. See you later. Oh no, you just you just grab it and put it on the table and you tie around. See you later. Uh, see, burping only on the podcast. Congratulations that you guys are uh, getting to have me burp live for you every day. I'm sure it's enjoyable. I don't even know why that happens. Maybe I'm taking in too much o- too much oxygen. Oxygen. Taking in too much, too much. What? What? Hello? Can I not say that? Maybe I'm taking in too much oxygen. Try saying that fast. Too much oxygen. Too much oxygen. Too much. The much turns into the much turns into mutts. Too much oxygen. Yeah, maybe I'm breathing too much and I'm and I'm having a lot of trapped air in me and it just goes. Bah. Um. But yeah, screw mosquitoes. I literally have bites everywhere. I've never been this itchy in my life. I look like I have the chicken pox. Remember those things? I don't even remember them. I was so young when I got them. The chicken pox? Oh, <laughs> Screw the chicken pox. I have scars from that. I literally have scars on my hands and stuff from the chicken pox. Because that's because, you know, when you pick them off, you know, like, hey, sweetheart, you got the chicken poxies, okay? Just whatever you do, don't scratch, don't itch, don't pick them off. I'm like, oh, sure, mom, no problem. And then when you're by yourself and you feel like your, your body's literally just... Sh- just being absolutely destroyed the only thing you can do is scratch them and that makes you feel better for about 10 seconds and you just keep scratching them and i literally have scars from it um yeah screw mosquitoes screw the chicken box screw anything that that itches um <laughs> I, i've been getting these emails i've been getting these emails recently um for just from like a few different companies and uh like you know people want to reach out to you for something whatever it is maybe you have a friend from like 18 years ago and all they do is they they found out your email and they just email you nonstop i have these companies that have been reaching out to me right and they've sent me they've sent me over 17,000 emails and they don't stop they just keep it coming and keep it coming nonstop emails how many emails do you think we can send them jim oh, i don't know maybe we should, let's try 17,000 Let's try that number specifically. 17,000 emails. But sir, don't you think uh don't you think that's going to take a lot of time to email someone 17,000? Uh, excuse me. Who's the boss here? Is it you or is it me? Oh, it's me. Perfect. Send out 17,000 emails to Christian. These people have emailed me at at least like at least 2-300 times. And and that's me being realistic. I'm not even lying. And they finally sent me an email, right? They finally sent me an email and they were like, this is what they said, because I haven't answered any of them because I, I just, I don't know what to do with what they're, what they want, you know? And I don't have time to sit here and explain myself to someone that I just don't even know why you're emailing me. They were like, this, this is our last attempt. We will not be emailing you anymore. This is our last attempt for you to respond to us. Right? That's what they said to me. I'm getting really comfortable and, and trying to get more secure. You know what I mean? I'm trying to get 
even more so cute. They were like, this is our last email. Uh, this is our last attempt, and you will never hear from us again. And I damn well had a party. I popped a bottle of champagne. I said, had a full-on party. Because I was like, thank God, I don't have to keep deleting these emails. They rack up my whole email. Is this one person, hey, Christian, how you doing? Just uh, just uh, reaching out just to see if you were uh, interested in having a, a conversation. Maybe we could potentially work together to some degree. I own an animal grooming company. Uh, and we only groom out of um, the, the middle of nowhere. And maybe we could... And I'm like, okay. Like, I appreciate the email. Thank you. Don't respond. It, it, they emailed me as if, like, I needed to talk to them really badly. You know? You know, they're just... I just think there's a big opportunity for us to work together. And I'm thinking, really? Do I make any videos that have anything to do with dogs? No. I just don't understand how there would have been any opportunity there. You know what I mean? So they email me, right? And I'm still looking so cute. And they, they, they email me that final time. And I threw a party. Literally 48 hours later, 48 hours later, I get an email from that company. And they're like, hey, Christian, how you doing? We're just uh, following up here, making just checking to see if you got our last email. And I'm like, yeah. In my head, I didn't respond. But in my head, I'm like, yeah, I did get your last email, and you told me that that was going to be your last email. I don't understand what, what you wanted me to, to get. I got it. You know what I mean? I got it. Hey, Christian, we're just following up here, just making sure you got our last email. Um, hopefully, you've had a chance to read it, and uh, maybe get back to us. Your last email said, this is our final attempt we are no longer going to be, be uh, trying to reach you. So even if I read that, what would I do with that information? Do you want me to call you up and say, Hey, sorry I missed, you know, all 350 of the emails you've been sending me for the last five years. But, uh, let's chat. I got your last one. Let's chat. Like, if I missed 300 emails and then I finally came around and was like, all right, maybe I should talk to these people, there's something wrong with me. 300 emails. I actually want to know what the number is because I can check literally right here on my computer. Let me see here. I'm searching this. So this person, Brand, has emailed me. 286 times. 286 times. Who has the time to email that much? Who has the time to email that much? Even if it's on an automated system. You can't tell me that Gmail doesn't get tired of emailing. Gmail doesn't get tired? They're not ever like, oh my, again today? Come on, guys. I've emailed him for the last 200 days. Gmail even gets tired of sending automated responses. You know what I mean? These people emailed me. Literally, what's a comfortable way to lie on a bed? I feel like I get comfortable for about three minutes, and then all of a sudden I start fidgeting because I keep getting uncomfortable. Jeez. Yeah, they emailed me that many times. That many damn times. It's like a naggy girlfriend. You know what I mean? <laughs> like a no, naggy ex-girlfriend. 
Just like the naggiest. Oh my god, dude. Thanks a lot, guys. It's all it's all it's all because of you. Thank you. I'm burping because of you. I never burp. Ever. It's literally like a naggy ex-girlfriend, like, this is the last time. This is the last time that I'm ever gonna be speaking to you, ever. You'll never hear from me again. You'll never see my face again. You'll never see my email in your freaking inbox ever again. So, bye, Joseph. Bye. 24 hours later, hey, it's me again. Um, just checking to see if you got my email. I know we haven't talked in a long time. I just figured, you know, maybe we could touch base and, and maybe we could maybe we could chat. Maybe we could chat, you know, just like old times. And you're like, you're my ex-girlfriend. We broke up. I don't know why we would need to chat. If we if if we wouldn't have broken up, we would still be chatting. But we've broken up. There's no point for us to keep on the conversation going because it's only going to cause pain to both uh, both of us. So we are no longer chatting. Stop emailing me. Stop calling my mom every every night before you go to sleep crying, asking why my son won't respond. <laughs> Jeez. Isn't that the fun? That's like every ex. Exes always, you know, at to some point, even if even if you were the one that broke up with the person, right? Like, th- there's always there's always that one ex interaction that you have, where the, where the the voicemail just keeps going up. Boop. Hey, it's me. Um, I just miss you. I'm thinking about you. Hoping you're doing well. Maybe we could catch up. Um, if not, it's all good. Um, hope you're well, and 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 maybe I'll talk to you someday boop hey it's me again uh just wondering if you got my last voicemail i mean i don't know why you wouldn't want to talk to me i'm we we spent a year of our lives together we're we're good friends i just think you know it would be healthy if we just kept in com in in conversation in in, in when we just maybe we just kept in touch that's all um okay hope i uh, hope you're doing well and, and i'll talk to you soon bye boop hey it's me okay I'm just wondering why you haven't answered any of my calls. I just, what did I do? I know I broke up with you in seventh grade. But what did I do to deserve this kind of silent treatment? I know you're getting my voicemails. I need you to respond to me now. Boop. I am pissed off. I am pissed off. I just didn't think it would come to this. I've emailed you and called you and left you voicemails for the last three weeks. And so what happened? What happened? Did I do something? Did I say something? I just don't... Okay, I, I'm I'm gone. I'm done. Bye. Boop. This is the last time. <laughs> this is the last time that I'm going to be calling you. So I hope you enjoyed this last voicemail because mail, this is the last you're ever going to hear of me in your life. I hope you have a great life. And I hope, I hope all your dreams come true. It's like the most sarcastic, <laughs> the most sarcastic wish you have for someone. I love it when people do that. I hope all of your dreams and everything that you've ever wanted comes true. <laughs> it's like, do you actually mean that? It doesn't sound like you, mean, you meant that. <laughs> it just sounds like the complete opposite. I don't think anyone... Has ever taken that seriously if someone said that to him. I just really, really hope that everything good happens to you in your life. All the 
Hope you meet the person of your dreams. And I hope you're just so well. <laughs> it's like you're already mad at the situation. Why would you lie? You know? You just don't even bother lying. Just tell them how you feel. If you're angry, just be like, I hate you. I, 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 I don't even know what to say to you because I'm so angry. Rather than being like, you're just, you're just so great, Joseph. You're just so great. <laughs> little sarcastic thing. Dude, girls are scary when they get angry. You don't want to mess with girls when they're angry, dude. Because like, girl, like they, they turn psychopath, but they're not psychopath. So they just switch it on. And that's scary. If girls can switch that shit on, that's scary. Girls literally can snap. Like you thought you know you thought you knew a girl well. You no, she's innocent. She would never do something crazy like that. Two seconds later, I'm just gonna I'm gonna destroy his car. I'm gonna get a jug of gasoline and I'm gonna torch that thing in the middle of the highway. And then you see that shit and you're like, what? She did that. I knew girls. I knew girls that like, that literally I saw do things that I couldn't. And in my wildest dreams, I would have never seen them do. Like the most innocent, sweet girls. And then somebody messed around. Somebody broke their heart. I've never seen. Holy shit. It's a talent. It's a talent to be able to turn that shit on. I can't do it. I have the worst conscience. Like, I would never be able to do something to someone and then and then live after that. Even if it's the smallest thing. Even if it's keying someone's car. I could never do it. And girl, and there's girls that, that would never do it too. But then you break their heart. Good night. <laughs> Good night. You better start digging your grave because shit's about to go down. Dude, I love girls. For real, you know what's so funny? I was thinking about this the other day, and it's and it might it might sound like a weird thought, but I was it's it's honestly like an appreciation thought. Is I just look at girls like with without makeup, dressed to the nine, not dressed to the nine, and like I just see beauty. Is that weird to say? I mean, like it's an appreciation thing. It's like I look at girls and I think like they're so they're so beautiful. I hope that doesn't come off as weird, but it's honestly an appreciation thing. Like, you, you, like, see how much girls, like, put into themselves. You know, the time they invest in themselves, like, getting ready and just, like, like, whenever I look at Kristen and I just see her put a ponytail in, I'm like, you're so cute. It's weird, but, like, it's just appreciation. I love you guys, girls. And you guys are all, you guys are all beautiful. For real, I mean that. Like guys aren't guys aren't beautiful, you know what I mean? You don't look at a guy and you're just like, I appreciate him, you know. He looks like he like really holds himself together and and puts himself together. Really, no, you don't think. Look at me, look at me. I put a t-shirt on. I still have a bathing suit on from before, and I got a hat on, you know. And I look like hot trash. <laughs> I look like fucking hot trash. Nobody could ever appreciate this, you know what I mean? But girls, it's it's different. You guys are awesome. Just saying. Random thought. Random appreciation. Girls, girl appreciation day from your boy. Um. So I was having like a hard time, um, wanting like getting to travel, because like 
I had just got back from Jamaica with with Amanda Cerny for her birthday, and you know we took like a good amount of I think we were there for like ten days, right? And I I am the biggest workaholic. I cannot stand not working. I have to be working. If I ever take a like a you know that wasn't even a vacation really because it was more like we're celebrating her birthday. So, um, yeah, okay, so you could say it was a vacation, but I never take vacations because I go insane. If I'm on vacation for longer than a week. I start to lose my mind. Not even vacation. If I'm just away from work for longer than a week, I lose my shit. My shit is gone. And I was finding it really hard um, to make the decision to travel. Because in my head, I'm like, I just traveled. I don't know if I should be traveling again. I should be working, right? Because then you have to think about this. My family is Italian. They are borderline psychotic, right? (laughs) I grew up in the most family-oriented place. So Kristen's parents are the ones that we set up the cottage thing with and I think it's like more of a um, we're doing this yearly so it's like once a year we all get together we go to the cottage we hang out we do things and we just take a little some time off right Um, but like I was like maybe I could just come for half the time so that I could continue you know I I won't be away for too long and they can get back and get right back into the swing of things and all the things I'm working on but then I'm like shit I can't come back for half the time because that's going to be messed up, right? Like, they're here for a week. If I'm going to come, i got to come for the full week. But, like I said, my family's Italian and they're borderline psychopaths. All of them. Psychopaths, psychopaths. And I'm like, okay, no, but then my family's going to want to see me. If I come back for a week, go to the cottage, and then fly right out, I will be castrated live on television. My family will literally take my balls and chop them off. Live. On the biggest news broadcaster in the world. So I decided that I'll come for the week, you know, stay at the cottage for the week, and then I'll go see family uh, in Toronto for a few days, right? Because then I'm here for a few extra days. We can go do, you know, family stuff. I can see literally all 85 people in my family, and it'll be good. And uh, those are the dilemmas with traveling now. You know what I mean? For those of you that have large families, I'm sure you understand. For those of you that don't, you're like, I don't even worry about that shit. And good for you. I'm so... I'm just so happy for you. For real. For real. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's always a good decision to just, you know, take time off. I was talking about this earlier. Like, you can work, you know? You can work yourself into the ground. You never take time off. You could literally just only work, and that could be it. But, for what? For what? More money? Sick. Yeah, give me more money. And then what? Does that make me happy inside? No. Spending time with family and and doing things like that is really what's going to fuel you and keep you happy because you're sharing love and work. Yeah, you could say you love what you do, but, you know, as as humans, I don't think that we're only supposed to be focusing on work and materialistic things it just doesn't make sense there's no logic behind that you know that come on guys you already know this family time spend time with your parents spend time with your grandparents spend time with your family do your thing and then you get to work but i've honestly been slowing down a lot you know like um my work ethic is still there but i pick and choose my battles so if there's a cottage thing coming up and it's all the family getting together i'm like cottage for a week or continue to work for that seven days and like 
you have 365 days out of the year. The seven days isn't going to hurt you. It's actually probably better that you take those days off. So I'm happy, always happy to make the decision to spend time with family. And Kristen, you know, getting to spend cottage time with Kristen and the family is sick. It's awesome. Love it. It's fun. I've been starting the biggest fires, guys, for real. The fires that I've been making here at the cottage, borderline dangerous. <laughs> borderline, call 911. Like, that's that's where they're at. Because I, I love, if we're going to do a bonfire, you got to do a big, you know, like, don't, don't put like little seven twigs in there and just use a lighter and just set them on fire and then it just burns so quietly in the back. No, I want that. I want that to be. My fires are looking like Tom Hanks from Castaway Fires. Look at, like, from across the way, from across the lake, if people saw my fires, they would be scared shitless. They'd be like, should we call 911? What do we do? That fire looks out of control, sweetheart. I don't know what's going on over there. Should we drive over with the boat and see what's going on? Maybe they need saving. No, 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 no. I, I think... Honestly, I think it's just a big fire. No, for real. Look at that thing. That thing is looking like the damn CN Tower. <laughs> for those of you that don't know what the CN Tower is, it's one of the, it is the largest tower in Toronto. I always say like CN Tower randomly and for, from people that aren't from Toronto or Canada that know what that is, they're like, um, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not following you. The, the, there's a tower somewhere. I'm like, no, oh my god. You know when you say things that only like... <laughs> and then you realize only your friend group or people you know know what you're talking about and then now you have to like explain it to them, explain why, how this works and what it is and yes, I'm sorry, this is just a slang that we use. Like in Toronto, we used to say, what are you saying? What are you saying means like, what are you doing? You know? You'd be like, oh, what are you saying tonight? Like meaning, like what do you, you know... What are you planning? What are you talking about for tonight? And being in LA, you know, some of that lingo hasn't worn off on me 100%. And I'll catch myself and I'll be like, yo, what are you saying tonight? And people will be like, what the fuck did you just say to me? What am I saying? I didn't even say anything, dude. You better watch your mouth. Watch your mouth around me. And I'm like, sorry, I meant what are you doing? Oh, yeah, no, nothing. I got nothing planned. We're just probably going to hang out. What are you doing? And I'm just like, dude. What was that? What, what what was that? What did you just do there? That that aggressiveness that just happened. I'm like, wait, I don't know what you're talking about. I just asked you, what are you saying? What do you mean? What am I saying? That that's what I'm talking about. That that right there. You getting angry? What is that about? Well, I just and then you have to explain to them like it's nothing serious, okay? I just asked you in Canada lingo, what are you doing? Oh, yeah. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Sick. Sick. There's such strong lingos everywhere. That's another thing that you have to learn. You know, you travel to Australia. You, you better have learned every slang before you travel there. Their stuff is so funny. I love Australia. We went to Australia Um, when I did... um. When I was on tour, we did a show, uh, a few shows in Australia. We did Sydney, Melbourne. Um, where else did we go? I can't remember now. If I was literally like two years ago, and I have the worst memory ever. Like what's happening with my memory? Um, 
I had the greatest time in Australia. I want to go back immediately. Dude, I okay, the first time I've ever seen a Tasmanian devil in real life was in Australia. I didn't think that Tasmanian devils were a real thing. You know, like the cartoon? They're real things, and they're scary as shit. These things are literally the sca- They are devils, and they call them the Tasmanian devil because they sound like demons. If you ever listen to these things, it is the scariest thing ever. Like, we would throw... it would, Mind you, when we went to the sanctuary, the animal sanctuary, we went there, like, in the evening. So we got to hang out with, you know, the kangaroos. We met the koalas. We, we did our thing. Kangaroos, by the way, the most beautiful animal in, in the entire world. I almost got the... Sh- I almost got beat the truck up by a kangaroo. His name was Rambo, okay? Huge. Like, t- like as tall as me and jacked. My man's biceps... I'm like, dude, yo, what, what gym are you hitting up, bro? Like, what do you work out? What do you, what do you do? Tell me, tell me your, uh, tell me your workout plan. My, my dude was jacked. Like his tits, huge. You never seen pectorals on anything in, in, like that. He was jacked. I was feeding everybody. I may have fed his girlfriend, which I don't think he liked. I have a picture somewhere on my phone. I, I literally was looking for it the other day. I couldn't find it, but I was feeding, like. 15 full-grown kangaroos and they were just all around me and i'm like yo if all of these if all of these dudes decide to just start drop kicking me i'm dead (laughs) like for real if they just all snap and decide to you know what let's just let's fuck this guy up he's feeding us i know he's nice but he's canadian okay let's take him out i was literally scared scared for my life um, but it was fun. And they're just such bu- beautiful creatures. Now, I think what happened was I may have fed his girlfriend, okay? Not on purpose. You know, there was literally 15 kangaroos, but I remember feeding one of them. And all of a, su- all of a sudden, dude, he flexed up looking right at me. He was like, oh, you fucked up now. All right, buddy. Yeah, we let you into our sanctuary. We gave you the benefit of the doubt. But you just fed the wrong kangaroo, my friend. And I was scared for my life. I, I, don't, I didn't know that they are like very territorial and, you know, they're lady friends. They are very territorial. You can't even touch them. They will kill you. And, uh, yeah, I've never been more scared in my life. Have a kangaroo, a full-grown male kangaroo that is jacked out of his mind, stand you up and see how you feel. His legs... His legs were the size of tree trunks, and I'm standing there like, uh, this isn't going to go very well. My dude was huge. But anyway, the Tasmanian devils, if you hear these things, they're like, like, psychotic. We saw the Tasmanian devils, um, more into the night. So when we started going and exploring the rest of, um, the sanctuary, there was like their little area that they were in. And she's like, oh, so over here to our right. Um, there's the Tasmanian devils. You won't really see them right now because they're kind of, you know, in, in their, in their, doing their thing, resting. Um, but I got some food for them and I was like, oh, sick. I've never seen a Tasmanian devil. We get to feed them. Hell yeah. She takes out this bucket of meat. I'm talking thick strip sirloin ribeye steak meat. Looks so good. It made me hungry. And she's like, yeah, you can just go ahead and, um, and just throw some of these into their uh, their their little area. 
and I was like, oh, great. Um, this is going to be fun. Right before I threw the meat, right before I threw the meat, she goes, and um, they, they call them, the, they got the name the Tasmanian Devil because they, they sound like devils. And in my head, I'm like, uh, lady, hold on a second. Okay, devil? Do you know what a devil sounds like? I don't, first of all. But I could only imagine it's pretty fucking scary. And you're telling me that these little rodents, because she's like, yeah, they're only about, only about like this big, like a like a foot and a half, two feet, you know? And I'm like, okay, relax. They're not going to sound like devils. They're probably going to be like, wee, 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 running around like little cute things. I threw that piece of meat in there. I threw a piece of meat right in there. I, I kid you not. I threw a piece of meat, and this thing said, like that. I shit my pants. My pants were full. I shit my pants. I said, hey, where's the closest bathroom? Oh, you got to go to bed. No, no. I just shit my pants. She goes, oh, okay. Yeah, just right over there. I literally dookied my pants full. My pants were full of dookie. And they haven't been like that since I was three. I couldn't believe that such a small thing could make such a scary sound. I would never mess with one of those things. Even though I'm literally like triple the size, I could probably drop kick it. Would never, never mess with it. If it ever came to attack me, I could probably Muhammad Ali that thing. Well, I would never do it. Never. Only the thi- p- things that make those kinds of sounds, you have to, you have to, to, to uh, rethink your decision. You know, of going in the ring with them. Like, cause I was thinking in my head, oh, maybe I could ask her and we can go in there and like sit with them and feed them. No, never. Um, on my birthday, <laughs> which is like also a funny story, on my birthday, um, Kristen surprised me with a cruise, right? A little cruise out of Long Beach, California, and it takes you through Mexico. So we got to go through Mexico, and, and oh my God, guys, the food in Mexico, I'm sorry, I've, I've never had food like that in my life. Their tacos are literally, if you go to Mexico... You have to ask a local, ask someone there that, that knows the deal and ask them where like the best place to have tacos is. And I promise you, I literally had 17 tacos straight in a row. I had the first three and I was sold. I was like, I'm going to be eating these for the next two hours. Um, but anyway, we were in, Me- we had a, we had a stopover in Mexico for the day on the cruise, which is, you know, um, one of the things that you, that happened on the cruise and we're going and we stop over at this like really popular like strip in Mexico where like all the locals and even tourists go and there's like, you know, it's, it's like they have like little food stands and alcohol stands and, um, dessert stands. Um, like you name it, they got it. It's a long strip. And at the end of that strip, there's a bar and this bar, um, had, um, like a little mini animal uh, or lion and tiger, um, like meet and greet. Um, do I agree with that 100%? No. Um, but they had it, and, and we had literally just landed there. Um, and Kristen saw them, and I was like, have you ever... And they were, I think, about four or five months old, super cute, like, definitely not full-grown, but they were, you know, fairly big. Um, and I'm like to Kristen, like, have you ever, like, actually, like, interacted with a lion or a tiger before? She was like, no. And I have, because um, I have friends that have, like, actual sanctuaries where they rescue and invest and donate money into saving the species like the real deal ones um and i'm like you have to do it 
just as an experience. And she was like, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Um, so we got to go in and there was uh, a Siberian tiger. There was the, uh, there was a regular white lion or two Siberian tigers and a regular white lion. Um, and one of the, one of the Siberian tigers was, was lying on one of his, like, it was like a pretty big, pretty big space. And they had like a bunch of toys, a bunch of trees in there that they could climb and do whatever. And, uh, one of them was lying on its platform. So I, I literally go up to him and like, like I said, I've been around them before. I, I feel 100% comfortable with interacting with them. I know what I'm doing. So I, I'm obviously like, I'm in there playing, roughing around with, with one of the tigers and, um, and he's moaning and groaning, you know, like, like making the noises. What I forgot was, is Kristen's never done this before. She's never actually been around a tiger and this tiger, um, opened his mouth and made a noise. Okay. And at five months old, the noise that comes out of their mouth is frightening. It is nothing short of absolutely terrifying. For me, it's not because I'm, I'm me. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm, I'm just me. I, I just don't get scared. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> I just never get scared of anything. So, I'm in there and I'm fine. I'm having a great old time. I'm petting the lion. He opens his mouth. He groans a little bit. You know, as they do. And Kristen's face, she went ghost. She said. eyes wider looked like a deer in headlights she just had never heard something come out of out of an animal like that before and she quickly realized okay these things are powerful and they are i still had a i still had a, like a little bite mark on my arm because i was playing with the lion um and and they're just playing right but their playing is different from your dog or your cat you know what I mean? It's a freaking lion. So if they're messing around with you and they grab you and they claw at you, like me and my cats, we play all the time. And my cats will literally wrap around me and like, you know, claw me and play, but they're playing. Um, and you get some scratches and you're good. With a lion, you know, you have to be expecting a little bit of, a little bit of scratching, you know, and, uh, and potentially some bruising because they're strong. And this lion was playing with me and I'm playing with him and he's, you know, got his mouth open, ah, trying to like get at my arm. And he kind of got a little nip at my forearm, like a little, he got onto my arm, like, like that, right? And he's just playing. But he left a mark on my arm for like two months because like his teeth literally bruised the skin that he had like was, was bit on and was playing with. So like you, re like, you know, I don't think she realized like, you know, like the, the severity of the situation, but like, yeah, you got to be ready for that stuff. So yeah, same thing like the Tasmanian devil. You just don't realize how, how you know, crazy these things are. Unbelievably strong and psychopaths, borderline psychopaths. So that that was that was like that was really fun, and I loved seeing Kristen go from like super super excited, like wanting to get in there, to like being like, uh, I'm okay. I'll just stand over here, um, and you got you guys play, and I'll stand here. Um. Oh my God, that's literally my dream. My dream, my dream is to rescue and raise endangered species and uh, exotic animals because like there's a, there's a lot actually, there's a lot of really, really amazing people that I look up to. Um, there's one guy named Cody Antle. If you haven't seen his Instagram or, or you, um, or you don't know of him, 
check him out. His dad is also, you know, very much into that space. They own, um, they own their own sanctuary. Um, uh, it's K-O-D-Y-A-N-T-L-E. Um, if you go there and you check out his videos, comment, say Christian Del Grasso sent me, you know, let him know that I, that I, that I was, uh, was talking about him. Um, but, um, the relationships that these guys have and how loving and, and the love they share with these animals, you can't tell me there's, there's anything more extraordinary than that. Like, like loving and sharing love with an animal that you're never supposed to come in contact with in your entire life and being able to love them and for them to be able to love you back when you're completely different damn species is the most extraordinary thing to me and I love it so much. I thrive off of that. You know, I had a parrot um, that, that unfortunately at the time it wasn't the right time for me to get her because I was so busy and traveling so much that I felt bad. Like, it wasn't like I couldn't keep her but, you know, I would have her in boarding every time I traveled so I would take her to the, to that, that bird um, store that I'd gotten her from and they do boarding there so they charge like whatever 40 bucks to, to keep them there and to board them while you travel but I just felt so bad because she loved me so much and I literally couldn't be there for her and and give her that same love it was very because I was traveling so much so I had to I basically returned her and said you know don't worry about the money um just take care of her for me please but like when you see a when you see a a tiger and a guy just like playing and walking around and and just like sharing experiences together, it's like, wow, that is unbelievable. Even with my cats, I was trying to explain to Kristen actually not that long ago, I was like, you know that you would never be able to get within three feet of these things in the wild, right? Like you take that for granted that like when you have a dog, when you have a cat, when you have a bird, like imagine you in the wild and you see a cat and you're like, oh my God, a cat, like I want to go and feed him or pet him. That thing would not be, you would not be able to get within three feet of that thing. That thing would be so far gone. He would see you, you know, pulling up, you know, wearing your Gucci and Louis Vuitton and he'd be like, what the? He'd be out so fast. You would never be able to get close to it. So like when I'm, every time I'm having fun and playing with my cats or my cats come and lie on top of me and cuddle, it's like, the only difference between you and an animal in the wild and being able to interact with that animal is trust. And isn't that beautiful? It's, that's literally all it is, is trust. The animals that you raise and, and you take on as a, as a parent figure, they trust you. That's the only difference is they've gained a level of trust for you that they will trust you no matter what. You know, and they look at you as like, that's my dad. That's my mom. I trust them with my life. I will literally lie on top of their face and not be scared of getting eaten alive. Like, that's crazy. And I love it. So that's my dream job or even dream retirement. You know, like whenever I decide to stop doing what I'm pursuing, I would love to just get to have a massive, 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 like piece of property and raise and rescue exotic animals and give them the love that they deserve rather than being, you know, poached and killed, which literally pisses me off so much. It pisses me off. Those people are just such degenerates. The biggest degenerates on this planet are poachers. Like, you, you couldn't find anything else to do, you know? Like, there's nothing else you could be doing. You degenerate. 
but yeah, I'm going to be back in LA fairly soon. And I'm, and I'm like, I have so many good things lined up that I'm like, you guys are just not, you guys aren't going to believe the things that I'm going to release. Like the, the, the content that I'm going to be putting out, you're not going to believe it. That's just the the best way that I could put it. You're just not going to believe it. You'll watch it and you'll be like, oh, that's, that's Christian. I'm sorry. No, it's no, 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 no. Like you're not going to believe it. I've been working so hard. I've been writing so much. I've been really trying to, to, to do more for myself. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, that's all it is. Is like, we're just, we're fighting for things. We're fighting for things that don't matter. And then it's like, you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, well, I'm not happy. So I'm working on myself. I'm really working on projects that I love and want to do. And I know that you guys are going to love them too. Also music. Can't wait for you guys to hear my new music. Like, uh, I literally want, I want to put it, I want to literally just put out a sample, but I can't yet because we're just finishing things up, um, in terms of like the team and, and how we're handling everything. But when you guys hear the song, you're going to lose your shit. You're going to lose your shit. Oh man. I haven't been on social media that much lately. Like I've been like, I'll upload, you know, and like do my thing and post stuff and create and create videos and stuff for you guys. But like, I personally don't use social media. Um, I just can't, I can't look at it anymore. It bothers me with how much shit is on there now. I just like, I literally can't watch. It's so oversaturated with people that are just greedy and want money and fame and there's nothing good about it anymore. So I come in, you know, I do my part. I create things for you guys, which I've always been doing. Literally, it's for you guys. I don't care if I literally make zero dollars ever again from doing this. It's 100% for you guys and, and your entertainment. But I can't stand watching. I literally get on Instagram. I like scroll down once and I'm like, I got to get off this thing. It literally, it literally gives me headaches. I'm so disappointed in so many people. It really sucks. But, um... You have to filter yourself out sometimes in life, you know? There's going to be things that, like, are going to start off, like, you know, even relationships. Relationships start off great. You love everybody. Everything's good. And then you're like, oh, this is toxic. Don't like it. Got to get out. You know? And that's just life. But I'm noticing that I'm having to do that more because things are changing so fast. And and I just feel like there's no talent on, on social media. There's very few people that I actually like consider talented. Everything else is just a chase for money and like just just literally trying to be the biggest, the best and make the most money and there's no talent behind it. All that there is is an aggressive work ethic, which is like if you can have that much of a, if you can have that large of a work a work ethic, use that to something good. Put that to use. Like then being literally a degenerate online, it, it just doesn't yeah, it's just, it's so terrifying that this is what's happening. But like I said, I'm working on things for myself and things that I'm not putting out to put out for, you know, the, the just the purpose of putting something out. Like everything is for you guys and everything is going to be coming directly from my heart and what I, and what I like love. It's all about sharing love, man. That's it. Loving each other and creating things out of love. Because that's the difference is like, dude, this video, <laughs> like this is the most like, random i'm like literally in, in the bedroom at the cottage yeah so uh, uh yeah i'm on the bed yeah so um basically what i'm doing yeah um 
Yeah, it's got to be doing things out of love and not doing things out of greed. And not doing things based on your ego. These are all important things. And I promise you, like when I started on Vine, like there's different types of people, right? Like when I started making Vines, I was making Vines because, you know, I'd been training for over two years pursuing acting because that was my dream was to be an actor and to be in movies and, and on television, which I'm pursuing harder than ever, by the way. Hello. Um, and when I, when I started making Vines, it was based out of my, out of my love for the, for the art of creating and making things, right? Like I, I, dude, I didn't know anything. All I did was make things. And there were other people that saw the other side of it where it was like, oh, you could make money and be famous from this? Sick. You know, I didn't even know anything about what fame meant or about money. I really was only doing it for myself. And because of the, the love that I have for making making people laugh and, and just even creating creating something out of nothing. Like that's the most beautiful thing for me. You know, starting with nothing and literally making people laugh, cry, feel emotions. Like, that's what gets me excited. And then the rest is all noise. The rest of whoever else is, is not oper op operating on that level on social media is just noise. It's just blah, 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 blah. You know, Bo Burnham, Bo Burnham actually said it the best in one of his stand-up uh, stand bits. If you, if you don't know who Bo Burnham is, watch him. Really funny, B-O, uh, Bo Burnham. I don't want to mess up his name. I don't want to misspell his name. Bo? B, it's Burnham, B-U-R-N-H-A-M. I was going to say that, but I didn't want to mess it up. Um, he just said in one of his, his stand-up bits, and he put so much time into his stand-up comedy, he said, um, your, your time is so valuable, you know, and look at where you're spending your time Look at what you're watching. Look at what you're consuming, you know? And I was like, yeah, I agree. Your guys' time is so valuable. Whatever you spend your time listening to, whatever you spend your time watching, like, that's your time. Your time is valuable just like anyone else's. So I want to create things that are worth your time rather than be a part of this huge community that doesn't know what they're doing, why they're there, and who they're creating for, and wasting people's time. I want you guys, I want to make things that make you laugh, make you cry, make you happy, you know? I want you guys to be able to walk away from something and be like, ah, that made me feel something that was worth my time. And that's where I'm at in my life, and that's why I'm doing the things I'm doing. Um, yeah. It's just so weird. I don't even know you guys. And I, and I meet and I meet people obviously in public, you know, people come up to me or recognize me and, and I'll spend time with them and talk with, with you guys and, and just see see what you like, what you're up to, passions, things you're pursuing. And um and I have so much love for you guys, it's like really it's just really uh it's really weird. Maybe because you guys have given me the opportunity to do things that I love and in turn that makes me full of love and then all I can do is give love back because that's literally all that I'm full of. But um, yeah, I just, I'm just so excited. I remember when I released, when I released Drowning, my first single that I put out on YouTube, because I was like, you know, I'm really scared. No one's ever heard me sing before. I've really been, you know, keeping that hidden. 
because I've just been shy. That's all it comes down to is being shy. But then I hit a point where I was like, yeah, you know, I'm not really shy anymore. I'm just going to do it. Um, and I released Drowning and I literally got the best feedback. And literally Drowning is my heart. <laughs> that song is like every word in that song means something. Each song that I'm working on means something to me. Uh, there's a real story behind all of the things that, I, that I'm writing. You know, like, and I saw that, I saw that because it's not like just a song that was just written just to make, just to put out, just to say that you put a song out, that it was received really well. And you guys, like, literally I was overwhelmed because I was literally never about, I was not going to upload the song. I was like, I'm not going to put this out. There's no way. Like, I don't know how people are going to react. People are going to be like, what the, what is this? And when I put it out and saw the reaction, it literally reassured me that when you work out of love and you do things out of love, like it can only amount to love. It's when you do bullshit. You know what I mean? When you're doing things that are clearly not out of love, you get called out. People literally will call you out. Go on YouTube. Literally YouTube comments on people's YouTube videos make me laugh because I'm like, you guys aren't stupid. You know, the people watching this stuff aren't stupid. They'll call it out like they see it. If it's, if it's bullshit, they're like, uh, sorry, I'm not buying it. I don't like it's crazy but yeah I'm excited for you guys to hear the next songs because they mean even more to me than the first one um and I hope that they like hope that they help I hope they resonate with you guys and you and you feel something from them from listening to them um but uh that's gonna wrap up the uh, episode four yeah episode four is done we did it we made it episode four Guys, if you're not subscribed to the podcast, you can subscribe on YouTube, Quality Podcast, so you can watch me in my bed like this. Um, also on Spotify, and now we're on SoundCloud. All the links are down in the description down below in my YouTube, or you can just look up Quality Podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, and YouTube. Make sure you subscribe, comment on YouTube, because I'm, I'm literally always just responding to you guys in the comments, because your comments literally make me laugh so hard. Um... Let me know if there's anything specifically that like you guys want to hear. Cause I like I, the stuff I come up with podcasts, it's kind of just everything. It's things that I feel, things that I think about things that happen to me. You know what I mean? It's kind of just a mixture of everything. So if there's anything like specific that you guys want to hear me, um, like talk about or things you're curious about, like comment them down below on my YouTube where I can see the comments, obviously. And, uh, I'll make sure to like, you know, implement those in, in the upcoming podcasts so I can touch on things that you guys probably want me to touch on that I'm not touching on that you guys are probably really interested in hearing, but I haven't said anything. So you haven't heard it and you want to hear it. You know what I mean? Um, but yes, quality merch is going to be, I know I said this last one, but it's going to be released really soon. We're just perfecting everything, making sure it's quality K W A L I T Y. Right. And then quality merch will be out. But other than that, I love you guys to the moon and back. Welcome to episode four. We've completed it. And I will see you guys in the next one. And uh, make sure you guys follow. I don't know. That's the thing. If you're, if you're listening in the car, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. And that's it. I love you guys. And I will see you next Sunday. Episode 5. Peace. <laughs>